Greetings, everyone. It's December 9th, 2023. I am Paula Bach, author of Rescue the Teacher, Save the Child. Here's a premise I would challenge you to think about. Could successful teachers make better politicians than politicians? I will first define a successful teacher and then draw comparisons between these teachers and our politicians. Please note that as I express my opinion, you can find links to the resources which formulated those opinions on my blog. Thank you for taking the time to listen. So again, here's the premise. Could successful teachers make better politicians than politicians? I have two quotes for you. One is from Malala Yousafzai, and it states, One child, one teacher, one book, and one pen can change the world. And in juxtaposition of that, a quote from Henry Kissinger, 90% of the politicians give the other 10% a bad reputation. I have a poster on my blog that reads, a wise man once said nothing. Scum, a low, vile, or worthless person, Merriam-Webster. Labeling an opponent as scum, accusations of elbowing someone in the back, challenging a witness to settle this by, quote, getting his butt up there, unquote, demonstrates politicians' inability to control their words or actions. And yes, friends, sometimes their thoughts. Unfortunately, there are no consequences for such behavior in our government. If a teacher threatened a colleague or used incendiary language in the classroom, an administrative write-up for the unprofessional conduct would immediately follow. This could be used as cause for an immediate dismissal or at the very least probation, and rightfully so. Perhaps it's time to rethink who should be holding office in this great country. Nikki Haley and Vivek Ramaswamy tangled in the poorly viewed last Republican debate. In the heat of repartee, Vivek made the point that Ms. Haley had no right to rebuke his joining TikTok while her own daughter was using the platform. The final word of this blame fest came from Ms. Haley as she uttered the word scum under her breath, meant for Mr. Ramaswamy. And this headline from the Washington Post, McCarthy accused of elbowing lawmaker, fight nearly breaks out. And a viral YouTube video showing Senator Mark Wayne Mullen challenging a witness to fight. Most seasoned and successful teachers have learned the hard way that a wise man once said nothing. Could successful teachers make better politicians? Well, first, let's define a successful teacher. I think that's rather important. I've picked four character traits based on over 40 years in the field of education. The first character trait, dedication and integrity. I believe today's successful teachers come from Generation X, born between 1965 to 1980, and the older millennials born between 1981 and 1990. In other words, successful educators are old. Well, okay, they're older. A better word would be seasoned. And this quote from the Department of Education. 
Nearly 50% of new teachers leave the profession within their first five years. Through no fault of their own, younger millennials and Generation Y teachers experienced teachers' colleges imparting new and ineffective ways to teach a subject matter. <laughs> Just ask any parent how challenging it is to help with their children's new math homework. And then add the secular progressive agenda today's universities are teaching. The next trait, management and self-discipline. This is the core of every successful teacher. It should be the primary focus of teachers' colleges, but it has become less and less so. I mentored student teachers between 1971 to 1995. Yes, I am old. Okay, seasoned. As each of those 24 years progressed, I experienced student teachers unable to navigate the classroom. And now the horror stories from today's American classrooms validate the lack of teacher preparation is still true. And this is a quote from City Journal. This year, students nationwide have been filming teachers and swearing at teachers, flipping over desks, and committing physical violence. Poor behavior in schools is not new, but educators' testimony and data confirmed that student behavior has deteriorated since the COVID pandemic, unquote. The next trait, focus on the subject. And this is paramount, as every state provides teachers with standards they are expected to complete at the end of each school year. Personal bias or ideologies of the radical left have no place in American classrooms, especially since American kids have fallen behind many other countries. And the last trait, communication transparency. Teachers have to communicate with all children, all colleagues, all parents, and five to six administrators. And it's absolutely crucial to the tenured successful educator to survive in our public schools. I have another poster on my blog. It spells out teacher, T, terrific, E, energetic, A, amazing, C, caring, H, hardworking, E, enthusiastic, R, reliable. So to summarize, it is my experience that successful teachers are older, seasoned educators who understand the importance of classroom management. These teachers keep bias and ideologies out of their classrooms. They also implement transparent communication with their sphere of influence. Now, let's compare those attributes with those of politicians. Dedication and integrity of teachers versus the politician. Genuine dedication in teachers is defined as a calling the want, the need, and devotion to positively affect children's lives is required year after year of service. Teachers who do not demonstrate integrity can be weeded out in their EOY, which is the end-of-year evaluation. Conversely, the American public seems oblivious to the misdeeds of their elected officials, 
which allows corruption to run rampant. According to Pew Research, Americans express highly negative views of elected officials, and they have grown increasingly pessimistic about their congressional representatives over the past several years. In fact, views of Congress, congressional leadership, the current and former president, and the vice president are all underwater. The corruption in the U.S. is at the worst levels in almost a decade, according to foreignpolicy.com. So let's talk about contractual differences. And this speaks, of course, to dedication. Teachers' average contract is 180 days with a limit of sick day leaves. The average salary of today's educators is $51,804 per year. And friends, that comes out to $25 an hour. Teachers do not enter the field of education believing they will get rich. Now, on the other side of it, politicians average 138 days with no limits on sick leave. The average income of politicians is... $174,000, according to pressgallery.house.gov. In 2020, the majority of lawmakers in Congress were millionaires. So-called dedication of politicians is amplified in their salaries and power. Love of this country's founding principles or devotion to their constituents is buried in meaningless rhetoric accompanied with no actions. The next trait, management and self-discipline of teachers versus the chaos of politics. Discipline to control thoughts and speech is one of the most important teacher traits. Teachers take abuse on a daily basis and on some bad days, hourly. Yet they are expected never to retaliate, use demeaning language, or become defensive. The successful teachers dedicate themselves to provide a learning environment deplete of bias or harsh words. As a teacher of four decades, one of my greatest challenges was to know a parent and their child disliked everything about me, and yet I was expected to treat that child no differently. And I must say, it felt empowering to know I had the self-discipline not to retaliate. In the heat of discourse, name-calling by politicians is not only acceptable, but expected, because our bar is set so low for our elected officials. This from conversations.com. Political attacks in campaign advertisements are on the rise. Representative Paul Goser shared an anime cartoon video showing him physically attacking Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a Democrat, and President Joe Biden. That same month, Representative Ilhan Omar called her Republican colleague, Representative Lauren Bobart, a buffoon and a bigot on Twitter. Insults and hypocrisy are not only allowed in political chaos, but expected and sadly, many times embraced. The next trait, teachers focus on the subject at hand versus politicians polarizing agendas. Every state in the U.S. has standards of learning for their educators to follow. 
Today's teachers are evaluated on what their students need to know by the end of each grade level. And this is from Education Week, and I quote, For almost the past four decades, academic standards have been a defining focus of efforts to improve student achievement. Standards have been shaped and are shaping the teaching and learning landscape in American schools, dictating everything from curriculum content to assessment design. End quote. If teachers cannot meet those standards, consequences are implemented through bi-yearly evaluations. Uh, this can be anything from probation to firing. And of course, America's public schools currently are experiencing more rogue teachers who try to implement their secular progressive views. But the parents have awakened, and this from PBS. School board elections have become a new battleground in American politics, which typically nonpartisan races garnering national attention. End quote. Every election cycle, the American public hopes and even prays they have elected representatives who will vote according to their constituents' best interests. But many believe Congress is incapable of producing much of anything valuable for their electorates. And this quote is from the Washington Post and ProPublica. And I quote, Today, on the eve of a closely fought election which will determine who runs Capitol Hill, that model of representation is effectively dead. It has been replaced by a weakened legislative branch in which debate is strictly curtailed, party leaders dictate the agenda, most elective representatives rarely get a say, and government shutdowns are a regular threat due to chronic failures to agree on budgets, according to a new analysis in congressional data. And this from Rachel Kleinfeld, who writes for Carnegie Endowment, and I quote, the United States feels roiled by polarization, and the philanthropic world is seized with debates about what to do. And listen to this, my friends. Some scholars claim that Americans are so polarized they are on the brink of civil war. Public trust in the federal government has been low for decades, but now it's returned to a near record low following a modest uptick in 2020 and 2021. And this statistic, I hope, will cause you pause. Fewer than two in 10 Americans say they trust the government in Washington to do what is right. The next trait, teachers' communication transparency versus politicians who lie without consequences. Communications in the classroom with all levels of learning demonstrated by children is both complicated and, to say the least, challenging. Teachers are expected to make their subject area available to every child. This translates into kids who are at grade level sitting alongside special needs kids, those students who have accelerated learning, children with dyslexia, and those who are behaviorally challenged and even some who have a federal-mandated learning plan. We expect our teachers to provide 
subject matter to all at the same time? Do cross-subject planning with their colleagues justify any and all teaching strategies to their administrators and at the same time assure parents that their child is in a safe learning environment? Conversely, abundant evidence exists from the past few decades that many local, national, and international government governmental agencies have made serious public communication errors. And this from Roger Koopman, and I quote, We've all heard the quip, how do you know when a politician is lying? What's the answer? His lips are moving. They're politicians. What more can we expect? Our office holders protect themselves in a blanket of citizen cynicism that they themselves have woven. The blanket remains intact because our standards are so very low. And this from Free Speech Center. Why lying politicians can't be easily punished? The Supreme Court rejected the government's argument that lies should not be protected by the First Amendment. And here, this will take your breath away. The court concluded that lies are protected by the First Amendment unless there is a legally re recognized harm, such as defamation or fraud, associated with the lie. Well, that kind of explains a lot, doesn't it? In this headline from NBC News, the communication breakdown between U.S. and China raises the risk of an unintended crisis, which is euphemistic for World War III. That last part was my opinion. So, if teachers make better politicians than politicians, should these educators run for public office? Not necessarily so, but here's a thought. What if the American electorate would seek representatives who possess the qualities embodied by today's successful teachers? What if the American electorate vetted the candidates carefully? And most importantly, what if the American electorate really cared? I have a quote by C.S. Lewis. You can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. What's my last word? I love writing and podcasting on Substack. The feedback keeps me going. Spread the word and please do hit those subscribe and share buttons at any time. And thank you to the almost 4,000 downloads of my podcast. And I leave you with this, and hopefully this is your motivation during the next election cycle. Start where you are and change the ending. Thanks, everybody.